Welcome back to the Worldview Minute. I'm Pastor Levi Secord. As we started this journey looking at the idea of work and how we as Christians should think about it and that thinking should inform how we live, we have to start where we always start with the Christian worldview, and that's with creation. Creation establishes for us the norm, the normal ways and functions and structures that God has established and hardwired into the universe. And while creation does impact those things, it doesn't fundamentally undo what was done at creation, and what redemption ends up doing is restoring and in some ways making permanent and better uh, that which we were found in creation. It's a rest- restoration of everything. And so when we talk about work, we're going to begin, and in this episode, we're actually going to look at creation and the fall and both of those impacts on work. We're going to begin where we normally begin, and that's Genesis chapter 1. So I'm going to read to you uh, verses 26 through 28 of Genesis 1, and then Genesis 2. 15. And that's where we're going to begin with creation. And as we work our way through this, we'll we'll eventually deal with the fall as well. This is the word of the Lord. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God made man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and he said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill and subdue the earth, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on earth. And now chapter 2, verse 15. Then God took the man, and he put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. So what we have here in these first two chapters of the of the Bible is the establishment of what is often called the cultural mandate. That God created man and that inherent to being man is having God's image. Like to be a human is to have the image of God. It is inseparable from being a human. And that image of God is reflected and worked out in many different ways. There's no one chief way that it works out, but there's many different ways in the entirety of what it means to be a human that is a reflection of the image of God. And what we see here is that as God makes man in his own image, He then says, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. So God is giving man his charge. This is the mission of humanity. That as representatives of God, his vice regents, he is to go into the entire earth, ruling on God's behalf, underneath God's authority, bringing order to it and subduing it, and uh, bringing everything out of it that you can as the, the highest agent of creation. And then it says the man, or that God took the man, and he put him in the Garden of Eden to work and keep it. And what we see here is that work existed before the fall. So when we talked about all those distortions, like work is oppressive, work is is bad for you, blah, 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 blah. And what's really is important is leisure or um, instant gratification, things like that. Is At the very beginning, the Christian worldview affirms that God created the universe. He, decre- he created it good. He created man with a purpose. And central to that purpose was ruling over God's good creation and subduing it and then working it and keeping it. That work is a pre-fall thing. It is a part of the goodness of God's creation. And that passage, as we've talked about in earlier episodes, is really called the uh, cultural mandate. That God has created man with the mandate for culture. And the word culture just means or comes from the word cultivate. It is to bring something out. And so the cultural mandate isn't what we generally mean or limited to what we generally mean by culture is like 
high culture is the arts, low culture is like pop music or, or movies or cinema or whatever. Like that falls under the umbrella of culture. But culture is pretty much anything that we that we take out of creation and build and make from um, from what God has created. Uh, Henry Meter, he describes it this way. In his cultural task, man is to take the raw materials of the universe and subdue them, make them serve his purpose, and bring them to nobler, higher levels, thus bringing out the possibilities which are hidden in nature. When thus developed, man is to lay his entire cultural product, the whole creation, at the feet of him who is king of man and of nature, in whose image man and all things were created. What Henry Meter is getting at here is that God created this universe good, are brimming with potential. Right? So, and then man is put in the creation to bring forth that potential. So just a few examples. Uh, God created trees. God did not make houses. God created the trees. We cut down the trees. We form limber, or limber, timber, lumber and timber. And we, we make that and we build houses. Right? Uh, God created the raw material of sand that we then take and uh, use to make our electronics. Uh, 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 now, God creates this world with potential. It is man's glory and man's mission to bring out that cult or that potential. And that is the cultural uh, mandate that we are to cultivate what God has sown into this universe already. And that is technology and culture and the arts and everything that we talk about is a part of this inherent thing to be a, a, a human. And so work is a part of God's good creation. Before sin entered the world, man was working. And in this, man was being like God. God worked for six days in his creative efforts, and then he rested on the seventh. And so we can say working is a one way in which the image of God is worked out or displayed in us. When we don't work, we become less like God and less human. Now, I'm not talking about Sabbath rest because that's also hardwired into the nature of creation. But what I'm talking about here is that when we refuse to work, when we become lazy, we are actually becoming less human. Now, this is something prior generations understood that work brings with it a certain amount of dignity and honor because this is at the heart and center of what it means to be a human. And so then God create or commands us to create using his creation. So God places man in, in his good creation and then he commands him to create, just as God has created. Another way we image is that we take these raw materials and we are sub-creators. We don't create out of nothing like God did, but we are to bring forth the glory of God through his work by bringing forth the potential in it. And so we can build chapels and buildings that are beautiful. We can create great works of art and music, and we can build vast civilizations and cities. And in all of this, we are seeing the glory of God reflected in the image of humanity. And so we make beautiful things because God created the universe to be worked on by humans. This is a part of our design. And this means quite clearly that God's authority over everything, including culture building, is to be worked out by you, Christian. Building cultures is a part of creation. It's a part of what it means to be human. It is a part of what it means to be obedient and faithful to God. Christians are charged with building culture in a redemptive way, building culture in such a way, whether it's at work or school or at the home, that we are to build and fill and subdue the earth in a redemptive and God-honoring, God-glorifying way. That is what it means to be a human. 
And so, through work, stay with me here, we worship, obey, and glorify God. Worship is about more than just singing songs on Sunday morning. Worship is offering our whole self as a living sacrifice to God, Romans 12, 1 through 2. Work is part of how we have been designed. And as we work righteously, we glorify God. As we obey him in our occupations, in our homes, in our schools, in our artwork, in our uh, entertainment, whatever it is, we are glorifying God as we fulfill what it means to be a human, as someone who is made in the likeness of God. And so we are to work, and we are to work hard and diligently unto the glory of God. This is a part of the creational norm, the creational design. Andrew Sandlin puts it this way. He said, creation was very good, but it wasn't everything God intended it to be. God wanted man to add to his holy ingenuity to improve it. This is called culture. This is sometimes called the cultural mandate. Creation is what God makes, and culture is what we make with what God has made. Culture is unavoidable in God's world. It is part of the whole um, design. It's baked into the hardware of this universe. But now we also then have to consider the reverse side of it. God created work. Work is good. Work is righteous. Work is a part of what it means to be human. But now we also have to consider the impact of the fall in all of this. And for that, I want to read to you from Genesis chapter 3. You know the fall. But here is what God says to Adam after after the fall into sin. Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat of the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust. And to dust you shall return. With the entrance of, entrance of sin into the world, God responds to that sin by cursing Adam and Eve, by cursing the serpent, and cursing creation, the ground. Man's now sphere of work has been cursed. No longer will you be able to just bring forth the full yield that we could in the garden, but now your work is cursed to be by the sweat of your brow and thorns and thistles will come out of the ground instead of the magnificent fruit of the garden. And so what we see here in the fall is a bunch of alienation. We have an alienation first and foremost between humanity and God, its creator. The heart of the problem is not work-related, as communism and Marxism would suggest, but the heart of our problem is moral. God removed us from the blessing of living with him in his garden because of our sin. It is the sin of Adam and mankind that has cut us off and has damaged or tarnished the image of God in us. Our sinfulness scars everything, including the sphere of work. And so second, then we have an alienation from others. Sin separates us from God and it separates us from one another. God curses the relationship between Adam and Eve. And so in the sphere of work, we see this curse work itself out in many ways. The injustices of fraud, defrauding people, taking advantage of others, stealing, envy, theft, greed, oppressive regulations and taxations from government, and so much more. All of this is wrapped up into the curse of the alienation between man and and himself, man and one another. And so the domain of work, which was supposed to be full of potential and blessing, is now being driven by unrighteousness and is full of abuse. And finally, a God also then has alienation between us and our creation, or his creation. God cursed the realm of work, bringing frustration, futility, and pain to our work. This is why we don't like Mondays. 
Because of sin, God cursed mankind in the realm of work, making our work frustrating, futile sometimes, difficult, and that it is now full of pain. We work by the sweat of our brows and we sow seeds, and then sometimes we don't get the just reward of our work. Work remains good, but we all feel that frustration. All of this turmoil amounts to um, life being a vanity, a, a breath of, or a puff of air that disappears, Ecclesiastes, right? Vanity of vanities. Man works his whole life, but then none of it seems to last. This is not how it was supposed to be. And so when we stop and we take a look back here at the Christian view of work, it starts with the goodness of work. This is part of what it means to be human. This is part of what it means to be like God. But we also then move to the fall and we see our work is cursed. It is frustrating. We all feel it. Like some days everything seems to go right and all of our, our planting of seeds and it, and it comes forth so well. And other days everything we do goes wrong and nothing goes as it should. You are feeling the truth of Genesis 1, 2, and 3 here. Those good days where you feel like work is fulfilling and satisfying and meaning and it gives you dignity and purpose in life. This is how work was supposed to be because this is part of what it means to be human. But then those days where you hate work and you just want to be lazy, you just want to stay at home, you just want to give up and throw your hands and say, this isn't worth it. You're feeling the curse, the impact of sin upon this part of what it means to be like God. And so here we are with the Christian view of a balanced view of work. It is good. It's a part of the creational norm and design, but it is frustrating in this age. We're going to unpack this uh, some more in the in the coming coming episodes. I thank you for watching or listening if you've been staying with me this long, and we're going to continue to unpack the Christian worldview one minute at a time.